NRL with Pit Stop, your car's service doctor using the latest technology. We've just got to, you know, um, go home, look at in the mirror and, you know, just really ask ourselves, do we want to be here? Do we want to be trying for our mates? Because, you know, at the moment, the things we're tossing up, we're just not working for our mates beside us. And, you know, it's first grade and it's not good enough. Um, you know, we, we've got to get tighter as a group. That's Reese Walsh commenting after uh, last Saturday night's loss uh, for the Warriors. Joining us, former Warriors coach Frank Endicott. It's getting hard to watch, isn't it, Frank? <laughs> Morning, Brian. Uh, yes, it is, mate. But you know, uh, the faithful never give up. You always, uh, you always sit there every week, go through the hard <laughs> stuff, and want them to win. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just another scenario in the cog and uh, the cog and the wheel. And you know, it, it's not unexpected, to be honest. It's not often you hear a player make comments like that, is it? That was Reese Walsh commenting there. Yeah, I, I was quite impressed with the way he stood up and made those comments for a young bloke. You know, mm. I mean, he, he's he's one of the very few players in the team that are really putting his body on the line. Um, he's not a big player. He's a smart player. He's a he's a talented player, but he's not big and um, physically strong. But by gee, he puts his body on the line and. Uh, you know, you've got to um, you've got to take that into account, and to to come up against some more experienced um, teammates with comments like that, I thought um, it showed a lot to me. If you were coaching them, Frank, maybe you've had the phone call to say, "Hey, come back, we need you." How would you turn it round? How would you turn them round? Well, for, for a start, I wouldn't go back. My days are my days are well gone. Um, but look, I, I think. Brian, I think this is the perfect scenario to turn this club around. But, you know, there's got to be some ruthless decisions um, for the good of the club going forward. I think, you know, the players especially need to be looked at um, as to who stays with the club and who goes. Uh, Recruitment is huge. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, I'm not sure who the recruitment manager is there now, um, but they need to really look at that and look at it close. Um, and uh, and they look, need to look at the whole coaching um, uh, staff and go through them and see who should go and who should stay. I think it's time for that uh, clean-out, and, uh, you know, you've got to be ruthless to do it, but you've got to do it. It's all going to start today. 11 o'clock, there is a crucial meeting at Redcliffe with the CEO, Cameron George, and owner Mark Robinson, and I think, uh, by the looks of it, Nathan Brown will be gone by lunchtime. Uh, yeah, as I say, I don't think that's uh, unexpected. Um, yeah. I'll be—I know Nathan pretty well. I've been watching him in the box, his body language, and uh, in the press conferences over the last few weeks. And I reckon it's really telling on him, to be honest. Um, you know, he's—he's uh, he's watching his team go out there and just with no fight, um, getting beat every week. Um, oh, you know, they're in 14th position out of 16. You know, it's not going for him. And, um, you know, he's, 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 he's going to make that call by the looks. Stacey Jones is, is the assistant coach. He may step up to be the coach. Will he make a good coach? Well, you know, I, I've looked at it this way over the years, that, that some of the greatest players don't make the best coaches. Now, mm. you know, Stacey's got to be given a chance, of course, but he's he's been in that assistant role for a while now. And I think that's, if you ask Stacey, that's mostly where he's comfortable at. Um I think personally, you need you, you need a very experienced coach for this team to go forward. Um, and Stacey would learn a lot more from an experienced coach. There are a few around that would put their hand up, um, and uh, you know I, I think they're really going to look at it very closely because if not, we'll just be going through the same old rubbish for the next uh, two or three years. 
I mean, when you say there's a few around, have you got any any you can name that maybe might put their hand up and say, yeah, we can turn them around? Oh, look, there's um, there's two premiership winning coaches for a start, and Flanagan and um, Paul Green. Um, and I'm not saying that's the answer, but, but I mean, there's two for a start. That goes without thinking. And, uh, you know, there's some overseas coaches that would put their hand up. I mean, you, the first thing you've got to do is understand um, who could, who can actually understand our culture and um, and work with the players we've got. Uh, and it's pretty hard because if you come in with that hard Australian approach and they get overboard, they go too hard, they actually rebel. Um, so you know you you got to be they got to be very careful um, when they sit on that panel to select the coach. We'll keep the faith, and we look forward to a win this coming weekend. Frank, thanks for joining us, mate. <laughs> Don't get any easier, Brian, but we'll be hoping. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Ninety percent of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.